It's the Power Hour LSU podcast. Let's go! LSU, Tennessee, who wins and why? I want you to answer that question right now. There's not going to be any deep underlying meaning in this episode. It's going to be basically just your simple preview. But I want to look at this more from the LSU defensive side of the football. I know we have spent so much time on not only this podcast earlier this week, but on our YouTube channel, just breaking down um, the LSU offense. And there's a few reasons as to why I chose to do that. Number one, The offensive side of the football is by far the worst side of the football compared to the LSU defensive side of the football, and we know the LSU defense is good. Now, truth be told, just a quick little look ahead, these next three weeks are going to be really tough. Three talented play callers, three really good offenses, and three different styles of quarterbacks you're going to be playing in uh, Hendon Hooker, Anthony Richardson, and Jackson Dart. Obviously, Billy Napier and um, Lane Kiffin coming up on the schedule, but we are mostly going to focus on Tennessee. And look, there's going to be a game out of these three. It might be one. It might be two. Hopefully, it's not any, but it could be all three, where the LSU defense gets scored on a little bit, right? You did just come off of beating Robbie Ashford, um, who's probably the worst quarterback in the West, and your other win featured Will Rogers, who is a pure pocket quarterback, who a lot of his throws featured drops. Even if Cedric Tillman for Tennessee doesn't dress out, um, Tennessee's wide receivers are really good. They're big, they're fast, they're athletic. Brew McCoy, number 15, Hyatt, number 11, and number 80, all great weapons. They have a big, traditional, thick tight end, number 87, who's a good player. And look, Hinden Hooker is as good as it gets in the SEC this year at quarterback. And I think he is the odds-on favorite right now to be first-team All-SEC at quarterback, especially now that Bryce Young's hurt and KJ Jefferson's lost a few games here. So this is a golden opportunity for this young man to not only put himself in the center of the Heisman Trophy conversation, but also, even more importantly, the center of the NFL draft conversation as Will Levis has struggled, Anthony Richardson struggled, Bryce Young's hurt. Uh, So it's very interesting, this game, for the Tennessee offense. Now, a few things about Tennessee before we dive a little bit deeper into what I like uh, that they do offensively. The first thing here is Tennessee is the most unproven team in the SEC up to this point. And that's just simple math. Tennessee is the only team that's only played four games up to this point in the year, right? Every other team has played at least five SEC games or just five games in general up to this point. Tennessee had the earliest bye week on the season. They also had one with uh, Vanderbilt also has a bye, but they played in week zero. So Tennessee, just by simple logic, the most unproven team. The second thing is only two of those games were against Power 5 opposition. Against Pittsburgh and against Florida. And in both of those games, the Tennessee defense got exposed. Now, their run defense was fine, but 
even then, their tackling could get very sloppy when it comes to actually defending the run, and they could not defend the pass. Now, once again, we're focusing mostly on the Tennessee offense today. If you go to the Power Hour LSU YouTube channel, you'll see a deep breakdown the specific plays that I would run if I were Mike Dimbrock to unlock the Tennessee um, defense and the obviously the struggling LSU passing offense. A few plays, obviously, just to give you a little bit of a preview, mesh, just overall play action fakes, um, Hoss Juke. If you want to know what all that stuff actually means, once again, go to the PHL YouTube channel. Now, the big thing there, though, is what about the Tennessee defense? Right. This is an LSU, or the, excuse me, the Tennessee offense. This is an LSU defense that has, quite simply, been nothing short of incredible. Right. You look at the LSU defense overall. This is a unit that not only scored a touchdown last week, but after giving up 17 early points, they were phenomenal. Not only were they phenomenal with the scoop and score touchdown, they made two other incredible turnover plays. One of which made by Harold Perkins, the other of which made by, of course, Greg Brooks, one of the best defensive plays in the history of LSU football, in my opinion. And guess what? LSU was able to get the dub. Now, that just quite simply isn't going to happen versus Tennessee. They're playing an infinitely better quarterback and an infinitely better coach and play caller and a team with far better receivers, none of which are going to coy more this game away. So... What is the LSU defense going to need to do versus Tennessee? Well, there's a few things I really like about Tennessee. The first thing is, it's not so much how they throw the football. They do a really good job creating numbers in the running game, right? What you'll see is their wide receivers split out wide, very wide, oftentimes outside the numbers. And what that does is it creates a lot of space for you to run the football. Small is a really good player for them. Overall, their running backs are just really, really, really good, including one true freshman back from Dutchtown, who I think is their third or fourth string back. They have a lot of speed. They block well up front. And also, Hendon Hooker is a very talented runner himself with the zone read game. When you see Hendon Hooker, because of the jersey number and because of the frame, he will remind you a little bit of Jaden Daniels. But the issue is Jaden is not near, and I mean near the level of thrower Hendon Hooker actually is. And what I saw versus Florida, yeah, there were some missed throws in there, but he made a few throws in that game that quite simply were spellbinding, if you will. They also gave away a bunch of free throws to Hendon Hooker with coverage bust on the defensive side of the football. But what I saw versus Florida was a quarterback without his best weapon taking his game to the next level. And it was very... Interesting because earlier this year, LSU has only played one other elite quarterback in Jordan Travis, who made some throws in that game that quite simply couldn't have been stopped. The other elite quarterback was Will Will Rogers, who was mostly a pocket quarterback, but was plagued by his receivers dropping wide open passes. So, what do I think is going to happen with this LSU defense? I think they're going to I think Tennessee's going to move the football on them. I really do. Now, that has nothing to do with the actual LSU defense in and of itself. They're still really good, but college football is an offensive game, right? And they 
do have the pieces to move the football on LSU's defense. And they are going to be running something radically different than every other team that they've played up to this year. Florida State's offense is different than Mississippi State's offense, which is different than Auburn's offense. But out of all the offenses, I would say Tennessee's is by far the most unique. Mississippi State likes to go fast, but they really don't have a lot of explosiveness. Tennessee has a ton of explosiveness. And I think that's going to give the LSU defense some issues on Saturday. Now, truth be told, the Tennessee offense has not played a defense as good as LSU's. And LSU's defense could very well be undervalued with the overall speed of what Madhouse throws on the field at any given time. So for me, when you look at Tennessee, you also have to look at the penalties. They have been a very heavily penalized team. They have played a lot of these chaotic games, which quite frankly, doesn't bode well for their staff. I do think their defense is a very aggressive defense that could get tired. And I know they're coming off a bye week here, but lots of injuries on on, on this roster. So truth be told, while the Tennessee offense, I think, will score and move the football on them, I also don't think the LSU defense is going to have as bad of a performance as the Florida defense had versus the Tennessee offense. So, Because of that, I believe Tennessee's offense will score exactly, and I'm telling you, to the dot, 31 points. This just kind of feels like a 31-point output from the Tennessee offense. So, what do I think the final score will be? I'm going to go Tennessee 31, LSU 26. Why not? I like Tennessee. I picked them to win the SEC East before the year. I obviously don't want them to win this game. I obviously would love a Charles Turner snap to go over Jaden Daniels' head and Tennessee have 13 players on the field and us win the play, win the game on the very next play. I would love that. But that's probably not going to happen. Shout out to T-Bob in the... uh, Um, the hype video. That was so great. And uh, I also want to shout out a few other people before I give you one last little nugget here. Shout out to Joseph Barksdale joining PHL. Really enjoyed that. Uh, He was on the field for that play, as was uh, the great Will Blackwell. I've seen him do a few interviews this week. Man, I love that team. I really loved that team. Lots of interesting personalities. I was at LSU. And um, this last little nugget here is just a little story. I was on the field for that game. Um, I remember, you know, being on the LSU sideline when that was happening. I mean, this game is just seared in my mind. And just the utter chaos everywhere that was happening during that moment. And truth be told, that to me is the most memorable ending I've ever been a part of. Just simply because of the uniqueness of it all. Ha, ha, ha. It's so great. So, once again, my final score prediction, uh, Tennessee 31, LSU 26. Hopefully the LSU offense can get something going, and we'll see what happens. It is the PHL Podcast, baby. Bye! And tonight, 
Oh, we're doing salmon. Let's go.